Before or after this podcast, go check out Built.com. If you are looking for a snack bar that is high in protein, has delicious flavors, and is made with 100% real chocolate, then this is the place for you to go. Use Brie Davis 10 for discount at checkout. Have you been trying to start a fitness routine, but you just can't get in the hang of it, or you're not really sure what to do every day? Well, go check out GrownStrong.com, a program created for women by women with an active, supportive online community, as well as options for a 20, 40, 60, or 80-minute programming, starting from beginner all the way to elite options. This will help you reach your goals by getting 1% better every day. Finally, maybe you're trying to start a workout, but someone is using the timer at the gym, or you need a portable one, small enough to fit in your pocket, but large enough to never miss a round, then go to gsgotimer.com. It has a magnetic back for convenience and comes in many fun colors. Hello and welcome to Dr. Brie Davis, the podcast hosted by me, Dr. Brie. But to pretty much everyone other than a few of my patients, I just go by Brie. Are you a I need my beauty sleep type person or a I can sleep when I'm dead type person? Are you a night owl or are you an early bird gets the worm? Well, today we're going to talk about the importance of sleep. But first, a life hack. So, I thought it was fitting some life hacks I learned to help you sleep better. This one I was a little skeptical about, but I understand the science around it. Cloth tape for your mouth to tape it shut. Why? So you're only breathing through your nose. What does this do? Well, you get the benefits of nitric oxide, which helps decrease thirst and therefore urination throughout the night, allowing you to have a deeper sleep that's less interrupted. And it can keep you from snoring. Second, try not to use sleeping pills and tonics. This decreases your natural production of sleep hormones. So try kiwi. It's rich in folate, which is found to create sleep-inducing chemicals in the brain like dopamine and serotonin. Third, hold your breath. This is called the epoch test. It's an instant tool to calm down. First, take three deep breaths only through your nose, deep into your diaphragm, and then blow it out through your nose. Try the tempo. Breathe six in. Hold for one breathe six out. After your third breath, cover your nose and hold your breath until you feel the urge to breathe and then exhale. Repeat this three times. Finally, for those of you who want to do electronics, even though it's really bad for you because the electronics have lights like blue light and yellow lights that tell your body to stay awake and not get sleepy, try blue light glasses. Artificial light is similar to the sun for us, so even if something is just charging in our room, this can impact us. Our eyes will get heavier adjusting to less UV stimulation with these blue light glasses and also help with less headaches. Anyways, either way, sleep makes you feel better overall. Physically, mentally, emotionally, socially, you name it. But the importance of sleep goes way beyond simply just boosting your mood, feeling rested, or banishing those under-eye bags and circles. Getting appropriate sleep is essential to life longevity, healthy lifestyle, and can benefit so many things. Just to name a few. Your brain, heart, muscle growth, and recovery, weight management, mindset, and learning. So go ahead and hit that snooze. Take a nap and go to bed a little early. Insufficient or non-quality sleep is linked to poor health, more diseases and illnesses, depression, cardiovascular disease, 
and many more troubling things that cause us to head more toward that sickness end of our continuum in that health, fitness, wellness continuum. But first, what is sleep? Well, we spend about one-third of our day here. It's when our brain and body rests and relaxes, repairs, and prepares for the next day. It's when our brain has the ability and time to purge toxic wastes and remove these toxins from our brain. It can practice actions to improve life and success in our future, survival, and these can help to see and plan probable future events to learn efficiency and habit building. Think about a dishwasher. Sleep is like a dishwasher for your brain. Clears out all those built-up toxins and gets you ready for the next day. So there's five stages of sleep primarily. A lot of these sleep cycles are generally 5 to 15 minutes, and a whole cycle sometimes is around 90 minutes. The first is very light sleep, and then the next is very light sleep, but your body temperature starts to drop, your heart rate slows, this is your resting rate. Next, slow waves come, your delta sleep, your body starts to repair itself here in your brain, but your brain is working hard. Next is REM cycle. This is where dreams occur. Brain activity is similar to wake schedules and the rapid eye movements, so your brain is actually working just as hard as it was if it were awake. Your cycle generally restarts after this, and you go through multiple cycles of this through the night. Sleep is also measured through breath rate and electrical changes in the brain, so therefore it's not surprising that sleep affects our brain directly. There's different brain waves, and I won't get into all that specific details, but there's delta waves, theta waves, alpha waves, beta waves, gamma waves, and all of these have different signals telling us what our brain is doing. So you may ask, how much sleep do we need? Well, this depends. On the hierarchy of human needs, sleep is actually greater than the need to eat and even drink water. So tip, if you're lost in the wilderness, if you want to keep Staying alive, it might be wise to make your decision to find a good place to sleep in general before doing the other two. Sleep helps our decision-making on point. Also, in general, the more you want to move, the more you need to rest. Being alive is expensive and caloric need. So generally, at least six hours is necessary for adults, but ideally, even better, is seven to eight hours a night. What happens when we sleep? Well, your mind is surprisingly busy while you sleep. During sleep, you can strengthen knowledge, memories, and skills. In your sleep, you can practice, process, and store the activities that you did while you were awake. Doing this is essential to solidifying memories, new skills, and improvement in general. This process is called consolidation, and it happens in the brain. Whether it's something you're trying to learn that's mental, like memorizing new math problems or new language, or physical, like shooting hoops or lifting a barbell. Sleep can help you practice and make connections in the brain and pathways that make these skills easier and improve your ability to perform. What are the benefits of sleep? Well. There's many. Helps you live longer. So too much or too little sleep can actually be associated with a shortened lifespan. But we are still unsure if this is necessarily a cause or effect. So basically, it's like the chicken or the egg debate. Also, however, with illness, sleep can become more poor. And this also hinders your body's ability to stay healthy and keep a strong immune system. Some studies looked at women between the ages of 50 to 79, and there was actually more deaths and illnesses that occurred in women who slept less than five hours a night compared to those who slept more than that. Sleep affects our quality of life and our longevity. If you sleep better, you live better. Sleep can curb inflammation. So inflammation is linked to disease such as heart disease, stroke, diabetes, hormone imbalance, arthritis, and premature aging. People who sleep less than six hours a night have higher inflammatory proteins than those who sleep more than six hours a night. There was a study as well that showed that the C-reactive protein that's associated with heart attack was found in higher amounts of people that slept less than six hours a night. Sleep can spur creativity. 
If you're looking to be creative or come up with some new ideas the next day, sleep can improve your brain's ability to think and create. While you're asleep, your brain reorganizes and restructures memories that can help think things in different ways and create new thoughts and build on those. The emotional component of memories as well is increased during sleep. So again, that can improve the creative process. It can improve your long-term memory in this as well. It can help you be a winner. If you're an athlete, one free legal performance-enhancing drug is sleep. A study showed and took college football players who slept at least 10 hours a night for eight weeks, improved their average sprint time and had less fatigue during practices and games, improved their stamina and their mental sharpness to be in the zone longer. Studies similar have been done with multiple sports, including swimming, tennis, basketball, and more. Sleep can improve your grades and learning. Studies and statistics show that children between the ages 10 and 16, also during their important teenage years, which is when huge development is happening, who have distorted sleep, including snoring and sleep apnea, are more likely to have problems with attention and learning in school. This, some scientists and therapists think, itself can warrant needing extra assistance in school. Another study showed that college students who slept greater than six hours a night had better grades than those or when they previously slept less than six hours a night. I get it. Pulling an all-nighter maybe is important for a deadline, but doing this often can have significant impairs on your brain function. Sleep sharpens attention. Sleep has shown to improve attention to people, including being a significant treatment for people who have ADHD or other attention-related disorders. Also, sensory-related concerns and behavior concerns. This sometimes present different to in uh, adults versus kids. Adults get tired, kids get hyperactive, and often avoid taking naps. A study showed that children less than eight hours of sleep a night are often more hyperactive and attentive and impulsive, making poor decisions. Sleep can help you have a healthy weight. If you're thinking about going on a diet and improving body fat percentage or gaining muscle, you may think about first improving your bed routine and sleep habits. Studies show that dieters who were well-rested lost more fat or improved more muscle gain than those who were sleep-deprived, who also lost more muscle in general and often added fat as well. Decreased sleep affects your leptin, which is your food-telling hormone, which can make you feel like you're not sure when you're hungry or not. It can have a negative impact on your metabolism. Often when you sleep less, you feel hungrier and you get more cravings, especially those sugar as your body is its way of trying to get a fast energy for itself to keep moving and grooving. Sleep and metabolism are controlled by the same sectors of the brain, people. So when you sleep, certain hormones go up in your blood and those hormones drive appetite more often, especially when you avoid sleep. Ever need to pick me up in the middle of the day or right before bedtime? Sleep is as important and a contributing factor as nutrition and exercise in weight management. This is that. Sleep helps lower stress. When it comes to health, stress and sleep are correlated. Both our cardiovascular system, hormone responses, and brain function correlate in this way. Sleep can decrease stress and improve blood pressure, which is also said to correlate with cholesterol and insulin levels as well. Also, cortisol, our stress hormone, and its influence with insulin levels. Sleep helps you avoid mistakes and accidents. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration reports that being tired counted for a higher number of accidents of single car accidents, specifically off-road accidents, even more than alcohol. Being sleepy and groggy is extremely underrated and can affect your reaction time along with your attention to task and decision making. Insufficient sleep for just one night can be similar to your driving ability as compared to having one drink. Another reason to encourage also your teenage drivers to get some sleep. Sleep can also decrease chances of depression and anxiety. 
Sleep can help us have a fuller battery and decrease our chances of being irritable as well as improve our mood and reset our brain. Sleep also improves our immunity and restores our blood vessels. So what happens when we don't get enough sleep? Well, only 4% of people, if you're in that lucky category, can function with poor sleep with little effects. But after 24 hours of no sleep for the average human, it is having a comparable cognitive performance to that of a human with a blood alcohol level of 0.10, higher than legal driving under the influence limit. What about two days of no sleep? Well, your body starts to slow and shut down internally. Your conscious and subconscious start to blend. You engage in risky behavior. You produce less energy, decrease motivation and attention, and suffer from hormonal imbalances, and your organs start to swell with inflammation to protect themselves. What about three days with poor or no sleep? You're incomprehensive, you're unproductive, and you're a shell of a human being. Poor sleep decreases physical and mental health, reduces aerobic ability, it increases faster rates of lactic acid buildup, and your body's ability to cool itself without the need to sweat increases. It impacts hormones that impact hunger like we talked about before. So the benefits of six plus hours of sleep regulates those. It impacts testosterone. So it impacts building new muscle and losing fat and makes this difficult. It also impacts sexual libido, your mood, and social interactions. Your performance suffers. It increases your risk of low energy. So with working out, there's no point in working out when you don't get enough sleep because you can't recover appropriately. You're just putting more stress on your body. Not enough sleep creates mood disorders. Sleep deprivation can also be a cause or an effect. So it's kind of a horrible little spiraling rabbit hole that you get into. Lack of sleep is associated with Alzheimer's. Lack of sleep is also associated with a higher risk of diabetes, obesity, high blood pressure, cardiovascular disease, and more. It increases your stress irritability, decreases those social positive interactions because you become more frustrated, have behavioral issues, and just have a hard time getting along with others. Your overall longevity of life is impacted. Studies show that lack of and poor sleep increases early death by 17 to 24 percent. How about too much sleep? Well, there's a sweet spot. More than nine hours consistently often can cause some hormonal issues and irregulation in cycles of your body. What if your brain is always on and it's hard to sleep? Well, stress impacts your sleep. Try laying with your eyes open. Let things go. Journal. Write down your worries before bed. Pray. Come up with some solutions inside that journal and then wait for the next day. What about naps? Well, naps can be restorative. The ideal nap is actually 20 minutes long. It's a power nap. If you do longer, it can put you in a different sleep cycle, making you feel more groggy. Can sleep be made up? Not necessarily. Increasing sleep can help to give the body a chance to heal and reset. So how can we improve sleep? Well, I talked about the hacks above, but I wanted to talk about one more, specifically going in depth on electronics. So most of our population is suffering, whether or not you know it or not, with electronic addiction. You can't put your phone down. You're checking Instagram at night, you're still texting friends, you're playing games on your phone, etc. Try a book. Electronics with their light suppress our melatonin and our cortisol ability to build up for the morning. And this contributes to a cycle of sleep that is off. Electronics tell your brain to stay awake and not produce that melatonin and mess up circadian rhythms. At least one hour or 30 minutes before bed, put those away. Turn them on airplane mode or sleep mode or do not disturb or even leave them out of the room. Well, what if I use it for an alarm? Buy an alarm clock. Set it on do not disturb and flip it over and block the light of the charging station. 
Do not disturb. You can actually put people that if they do need to call and get a hold of you, that those will go through in case of emergency. Also, for some phones, if someone calls you three times on do not disturb, it will go through. Put your charging station in a different room. This can help avoid you waking up if you can't sleep to check your phone or checking your phone right in the morning and create a better morning routine for you. Devices include also with that light, TV. So try not to have a TV in your bedroom. Think of this too with our kids and teenagers. They often stay up and they keep each other up every night. So in the ideal world, if everyone just turned off their phones and went to bed, this problem could be helped. Also, scrolling through Instagram or other social media has psychological effects depending on who you follow. There's more to come in this episode, but it might get you thinking about something, whether it's good or bad, that will not allow you to rest. Also, think about your nightlight. Maybe your nightlight needs to be a different color, something that's more dim or calming. Sometimes red or orange lights are often associated with sunset, so this can help you sleep better as well as opposed to maybe a bright yellow. Improve your night routine, your bedtime, and a time to wake up. Consistency is key in your weekdays and your weekends. Telling your body and brain it's time to go to bed, just like a kid in their nighttime routine, can help it get used to this and sleep better. Think about also a dinnertime routine as well to help prep for that nighttime routine. You could try breathing and meditation. Yeah, maybe those apps are on your phone. Again, using your phone. So maybe just try the audio only. Have a warm bath, a cup of tea, ideally with no caffeine. Try some things to improve calming senses like calming oils, lavender, essential oils, diffusers, a heavy blanket, warm heating pad. Have your room pitch black. The ideal sleeping state is a cool 67 degrees, scientific studies show. Avoid artificial ambient noise and light, so maybe you need to add some earplugs or an eye mask to your bedtime routine. Also, use your bed for only sleep. Try not to do much else in there. Correlate your bed with sleep only. Also, think about it. We're meant to go to bed with the sun and rise with the sun. Us as humans have poor eyesight compared to nocturnal animals, so this is what we're meant to do. If you improve your sleep routine and wake up earlier in the morning, you may start to be more productive, like the early bird gets the worm, and feel better about your day. Think about foods and drinks that might help you sleep better as well. Tryptophan is an amino acid that helps you relax, and this can be found in turkey, nuts, honey, in some teas, eggs, seeds, tofu, whole grains. Some of these produce serotonin for relaxation and help with depression, so try to incorporate some of these into your nighttime routine. Some of those essential oils, like I mentioned above, could be citrus oils, maybe lavender, frankincense, but remember to dilute these too, or consult a doctor if you have more questions. Finally, a tip for maybe with your kids. I call it the five-minute wait tool. If they're tossing and turning, give them a chance to self-soothe. This is going to be important in their adult life. You're hearing all these things and how sleep is important, but what if you're a parent or maybe you work night shift and you can't get this best sleep because you have other things to do? Well, let those things go and prioritize sleep and it'll help you in the long run. Finally, alcohol has an impact on your sleep and this is not a good impact. Usually every night you get six to seven REM cycles normally, but with alcohol, you usually only get one to two cycles because consuming alcohol puts you immediately into a deep sleep. And when this wears off, you start to wake up and it skips REM sleep. What about chocolate, caffeine? Maybe you try decaf. Some of these are still stimulants, so think about things that may keep you awake. Also, things like spicy foods or fatty foods might create heartburn and also make it hard to sleep. What about working out late at night? Well, maybe it makes you tired, but maybe it also pumps you up. 
and it takes longer to calm down. If this is the case, try to wake up in the morning and do this as a morning routine to get your blood flowing for the day or at some point during your day so you're not just sitting all day and you become tired for nighttime. Finally, some people take melatonin, but often this has to do with seasonal effects and light. So talk to your doctor and consult them if you'd like to take melatonin. More details on that to come as well. So what do you think? After all this, are you a I need my beauty sleep type person? Or are you still a I can sleep when I'm dead? Are you going to be a night owl? Or are you going to be an early bird gets the worm? Or maybe you're going to be a mixture of the two. Either way, think about sleep and its impact. Irish Proverbs once said, A good laugh and a long sleep are the best cures in the doctor's book. (laughs) 